with Frank Mymars in the pitch. Swung on and hit the right field. Lay back there. Lay back there. Oh, God! Parker Quinn! Parker Quinn! Scheffler gets away towards the dugout. Here comes Bianco! Tigers win! Tigers win! All right, welcome back to another edition of Tigers Win. Cody Worsham, happy to be joined today by probably our furthest guest uh, in terms of actual physical distance. We have Shannon Cook, former LSU soccer defender, now with West Ham over in London. Shannon, are you in? Are you calling in from London right now? Yes, I am. I'm at home right now. Awesome. Well, it's, it's good to catch up with you. It's good to see you again. Uh, a lot to catch up on uh, since you left LSU. Let's start there. What have, what have you been up to uh, since leaving LSU? Obviously, you're now a professional with West Ham, but w- w- what was that journey like from uh, the last game in Purple and Gold, the last time in Baton Rouge, um, to getting where you are now with one of the, you know, one, really one of the biggest and uh, most popular clubs in the world? Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a journey. Uh, I don't really know where to start. I mean, I've been traveling a lot, just looking around at different environments and different teams and different cultures and seeing really what would be the best fit for me. I didn't really have a particular plan coming out of college. I just knew I would like to play pro and I was looking for an environment that was elite and an environment that would push and challenge me to be a better player in person each and every day. And I think that I'm blessed to have found that in West Ham. But it's definitely been busy, been traveling a lot. Thankful for my parents, they've been coming with me just to help me find out what's right for me and feel settled somewhere. And ultimately, yeah, West Ham was that final decision. So what were some of the qualities that you were looking for as, as you started looking at that next stop um, post-LSU? You said you've been all over the world. You know, were you looking to go back to England? Were you looking to find, um, you know, maybe just the right club, the right fit for you? What were the qualities, the characteristics you were looking for? Yeah, I was definitely open-minded to wherever I could have ended up in the world, whether that be the States, um, England, or somewhere in Europe. But ultimately, in terms of the qualities I was looking for, I think it's important to never compare anywhere to LSU because LSU is going to be a part of my life that is just uncomparable, really. And I think that the girls, I've told some of the girls that were there, like, you don't take for granted anything you have because everything is so different. Not necessarily in a better or a worse way, but you couldn't compare anything to LSU. I think it's absolutely amazing what we had there and what the girls have got. Um, so I feel really blessed just coming out of that to look back on what I had. And I think taking traits out of what I had at LSU in terms of just the culture, I think Sean does a great job with the rest of the coaching staff um, just to build a phenomenal culture. And that was something that I was really looking for when I was looking around. I think it's really important to get on well with not only the teammates, but if not more importantly, the coaches, because that's someone that are going to help you be the person and the player that you want to be and push you every day. So I needed to find a good culture, somewhere that fit from a personality standpoint. And obviously West Ham did that for me. The girls are really great. The coaches are great have a good laugh at practice, which was something that's really important to me. But then in terms of the standard, I think I'm definitely going to be challenged there. And that's something that excites me a lot. I, I wanted to go somewhere I'd be pushed to be better, like I said, every day. And West Ham is definitely the place that's going to do that for me. So speaking of being pushed every day, I believe you made your debut against Chelsea. And I believe mm-hmm. the the striker you were lining up against was Sam Kerr, who might be the best women's footballer mm-hmm. in the world right now. 
Um, was that sort of like a, a welcome to the big leagues moment to make your debut? Obviously, the result didn't go the way that y'all wanted to, but it's still an exciting moment for you personally to make the debut mm-hmm. and to do so against such a accomplished and, and talented player. What was that first experience like getting your feet wet uh, at the professional level, really diving right into the deep end? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've hit the nail right on the head there. I think I definitely dived straight into the deep end with that one. I wasn't necessarily expecting to play that game because it was a semi-final of the Continental Cup, obviously against one of the best sides in the league. Um, and only signing about a week and a half ago, I, I wasn't expecting to get any minutes, but I was fortunate enough that I got the opportunity to come on at half-time. Um, I was a bit surprised, actually, and I, I warmed up quickly, got some direction and went on. And Sam Kerr obviously stayed on for the duration. And I think it was a great experience. I think you've got to play against the best players to be the best. And obviously, I've, I know where I want to be and I'm not going to step out of college and be that player who I ultimately want to peak as. Um, so being thrown in at the deep end was a great opportunity, especially since, again, such a great player like Sam Kerr. So I was doing some research and your manager is, is Paul Koncheski. And um, for, for American soccer fans, that might be a familiar name because Paul Koncheski played at Fulham for a while. He played with Clint Dempsey. So anyone that was watching Clint Dempsey uh, at Fulham is familiar with Paul Koncheski. Um, I, I always get in trouble when I ask people to compare current coaches with past coaches. But what, what are some of the, the similarities and, and maybe some of the differences between Sean Hudson, uh, LSU's coach, obviously, who was so instrumental in your career, and then Paul Koncheski, who's your new manager? Um, what, are, what are the differences between the collegiate coaching style and the professional coaching style? How much did playing at LSU prepare you um, to be ready to be coached? this level Mm -hmm. yeah I think it's difficult to compare this early on because it's only been like I said about a week and a half two weeks since I've I signed with the club so it's difficult but just off of analysis so far they're very similar in terms of personality and they like to have a laugh and a joke and me as a person that's something that's so important to just feel comfortable and enjoy the environment that you're in so I definitely say they both do a really good job of creating that environment that's fun for not only the players, but also themselves. And then in terms of differences, I think just at the professional level as a whole, it's a lot faster. I was actually speaking to Coach Sean a few days ago, and I just said a big difference is that when we get to practice, we do a lot of one-touch rondos, which is a small possession game in a tight square, and you have to play one time. And I don't really think that we're challenged to play one-touch much at the college level. So that's something that's obviously going to take a little while to adapt to, to to get it to the level that I want it to be at because as a player, I demand perfection on myself. So it's going to take me, I'm not just going to step into that environment and, and be automatically perfect at something that I wasn't previously often challenged with. Um, but I just think, at, like I say, at the professional level, you're demanded to play a lot faster, um, which I think will be a great challenge in terms of pushing me, which is something that obviously I'm looking to to be done. Yeah, so you, you join West Ham at a time when I think the women's sport, you know, globally really, but in England too, is 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 starting to to really grow. Um, you know, I'm an Arsenal fan, and and um, the women's club at Arsenal is obviously really really good too. And just I follow a lot of Arsenal writers. They're starting now to cover the women's team the same way that they cover the men's team. You're getting you know stats columns immediately after the game. You're getting podcasts that are dedicated specifically to the team. The coverage and attention for for the women's sport. In, in, in global football is is really starting to, to scale up. 
um, as someone that's experienced it, both you were there, you know, growing up in England, you left, you came stateside, now you're back. Have you, have you seen that growth? Um, are you feeling that growth, experiencing that growth now that you're back and you're in the middle of it? Yeah, I think in the women's game, obviously the recent success of the Lionesses in England is done nothing but great for the game. And I think just credit to all the women in the game right now. I think at Wembley the other week, there was about 87,000 fans, which is hmm. unheard of for a women's game at Wembley. And I think since I left in 2018 to now returning in 22, 23, there's definitely been a huge growth. I think at the Arsenal game the other day, there was about 3,000 fans. And I think that if that would have been played at a bigger stadium, perhaps there would have been more. Uh, I think we've got the opportunity in a few weeks to play at quite a big stadium. So I'll be excited to to see what the turnout would be on that. I think the location is definitely a big driver. And if people want to come out and, and, and spend the day and bring their kids out to see it's almost a show as well as being in one of the, the greatest stadiums in the world. I think it com- almost comes as a package deal to watch a great performance and and get to visit a beautiful stadium at the same time. So hopefully as we progress, we'll see more women's games being played at, at the great stadiums rather than the, the limited capacity ones because I think that's something that will definitely help push the games forward. Speaking of that journey that you just mentioned for, for yourself personally, having grown up in England, come over to Louisiana, um, now you're back over there. How do you reflect on that journey? How did coming to college specifically help prepare you for this level? Because I feel like international players maybe have a choice to make. You know, They can stay home or they can try to jump into it straight professionally, and and then the collegiate game is almost a different path entirely. And maybe I'm wrong, and correct me if I am on that. Mm -hmm. Um, But but having taken that path and having not only taken it but succeeded in it and thrived in it and had a great college career, and now it's positioned you for a professional career, how much did following that path help you get to where you are? Well, I've said to a lot of people that going to college was honestly the best decision that I've ever made. Like you touched on, obviously, back home, I was playing for Arsenal at the time and I was around 17, 18 and I was breaking into the first team. But being so young, it's difficult to get minutes. So I was fortunate enough to train with them full time, but I wasn't on a professional contract. I was just training with them full time and I'd be lucky if I got five minutes at the end of the game here and there. But I spoke to the manager of Arsenal at the time and and I said this this opportunity has arisen like what what do you think I should do and and he gave me some great advice and ultimately decided to do it and I'm so glad I did I think it's prepared me in ways that I wouldn't have expected it to I think it's developed me more than I could have ever imagined as as a player and and a person because I think in college you you eat, sleep, live, college, everything is about that team and it's 24-7. Whereas when you play in pro, you you come home and then you go back in the next day and you come home, but college is 24-7. So I think that type of environment allowed me to develop a lot as a person and as a leader. And then in terms of, of the playing side, I think it's just given me a lot of confidence because I was exposed to a lot of different things out in America, be that playing style, climate, fans, um, a number of different things and I don't necessarily think I may have faced that if I would have stayed in England because I think it's just a whole different ball game so getting that experience has definitely given me confidence so when I've came back here I, I can carry that with me and hopefully push that into my professional career. Do you miss anything about Louisiana? Is there anything that you got used to that you don't have anymore that you're you're, you're kind of missing? 
yeah, I I miss LSU more than I thought I would. Like I said, it was honestly the best best decision I made and the best four and a half years of my life. I think that I'm forever indebted to LSU and the people and the staff and the coaches because all they did for me is truly like I I never expected it what what I would get out of LSU and I miss the girls so much I miss the coaches the staff they had so much more of an impact on me than meets the surface and I'm hoping hopefully I can come back out there soon to see everyone because I really do miss it. Shannon, before we let you go, um, and while we've got you down memory lane, like what are, what are some of the the biggest memories that stand out? I'm sure there's, I'm sure it's mostly personal memories, and you know maybe like the 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 things that go on behind the scenes, the things that that um, we don't see at the matches or uh, the fans don't see at, at, uh, when when they're there in person. Um, but what are some of the the memories, whether they are you know big games, big moments? Obviously, the goal your freshman year, everyone remembers that um, at the SEC tournament. Um, certainly, some some big matches that y'all won along the way, going to the NCAA tournament. Um, building a program. Um, what are what are some of the things that stick out to you when you do look back on your LSU career? Well, I don't even know where to start. I I, I could honestly write a book. So many, <laughs> so many amazing memories. But I think, yeah, like you said, so much stuff happened behind the scenes, and and fans don't see that, and and people just don't see what goes on. But ultimately, they're they're the they're the best times and they're the best memories. I think something that stands out was. I think it would have been the beginning of the 2021 season, I think it was, when we went on the, a 10-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. You probably know the answer. Was that 21 or 22? Alyssa's listening and she's muted. But, it, yeah, I remember you started the season on the winning streak and you were, what, number five in the country? Yeah. And 21? I'm sure it was 21. Yeah. It, all, it all seems to merge in together. I know. But, um, yeah, that was just – that was just the best time ever. We went on some amazing trips. And like I said, a lot of amazing memories are also off the field. So everything is better in life when you're winning. And we was winning 10 games in a row. We got to fifth in the nation, which was obviously LSU school history. Um, but just, I think what led us to so much success was the memories and the fun we was having off the field. Um, we got stranded at one point in Florida and we was so blessed to go to Disney as a team and like I tell the girls over here in England that we did that and they just can't believe it and looking back I can't believe that we did that either because it's truly phenomenal and I think that it's just amazing that um that they take the time to to treat us as people not just players and I think that's how you get the most success out of people like we went to Disney we was in Arizona staying in a beautiful resort going down the water slide I think we rode the water slide too many times a day <laughs> and just all those little things that came together. I think that that was what carried us through those wins. It was how we was off, off the field as a team. And I think that two month stint at LSU is, it's probably a stint that shines brighter than some of the rest just because of the great times and the, the fun and the success that we had while doing it. Yeah. That was a real turning point for the program. And it kind of started, if I remember correctly, the spring before we all, sort of started building up some momentum and then you got off to that great start that year. And then really by the time you mm-hmm. left, you, you left the program in, in such a good spot. I think the NCAA tournament win this year was the first in, in a few seasons. And um, I guess I, I, the last LSU question I'll ask for you is just that. How do you feel about the future of the program with Sean going into her fourth season, all the progress that she's made, um, not just only you know on the field, but with fans in the stands and the, the fan engagement. Mm-hmm. I saw in my email the other day, they're starting a um, – 
uh, like a Tiger Soccer Academy. Like I'm going to sign my kids up for it so they can go get trained by the LSU players, which yes. is really cool. How, how do you feel about the future of the program, both you know, in terms of the success you expect, but just the growth um, in the community as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think and I truly do hope that the future is really bright. I think Sean coming in and bringing in the stars that she did was just such a huge turning point for the program. And obviously when she did come in, we didn't find success straight away, which was completely expected because it takes a while to just adapt to what a coach is asking of. Um, but like you said, that spring, it really picked up and then it led on from there. And I think we had a good season as well. Um my senior year, we did well, like you mentioned, a couple of the important wins that we did have that we hadn't previously got. But I think the if the fans are going to watch this, they need to keep getting behind the girls because, honestly, having the crowd there is like having a 12th man on the field and knowing that people care so much and are so passionate about LSU, if, if we can get a half of the fan base... A half might be a little bit ambitious for the next year, but a fraction of the fan base of LSU football that stadium will be packed week in, week out at the LSU Soccer Stadium. And it's just going to absolutely carry. And the more people that can get behind the girls, the, the more success that will that will keep arising. And I think it's important in recruitment as well, just to recruit players, which Sean does a great job of, that care so deeply about the programme. When I when I chose to come to LSU, it's because I, I saw it as a challenge. I wanted to find a programme and, and leave it better than I found it. And if everyone in that program can leave it a couple of percent better than they found it, then honestly, that program has the potential to be completely unstoppable. And even though I'm thousands of miles away, I'm their number one fan and I can't wait to see the stuff they do because I know they're going to absolutely smash it. Yeah, well, mission accomplished on leaving it better than you found it. There's no question that you did that. Last one for you. We talked about the future of LSU, but what's in your future? How excited are you to sort of, you know, not just get the debut under your belt, but to now embark on this professional journey in that part of your career? Yeah, I'm really excited. I think going pro is obviously a dream and I never specifically had a goal of the club that I wanted that to be. I was in, I was very diligent in keeping my options open and I definitely feel I've made the right decision and I've, I've signed a two and a half year contract. So I'll be at West Ham for at least two and a half years and I'm very excited. I'm still obviously getting settled in the training regime and it's very different and getting to know the girls, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it so far. I've got some personal goals that I want to achieve and hopefully I'll see that pan out in the in the near future. Well, we can't wait to see it unfold. I guess you know, it's been a couple of years since I bought a, a, a kit, a football kit, probably like an Arsenal jersey from like 2017, 18. I might have to update the wardrobe, get a Shannon Cook 21 West Ham jersey added to the collection. Uh, we'll all be cheering for you, Shannon. It's really great to catch up with you. Uh, really excited to see where your, your career goes from here. Uh, but always appreciate everything you did for LSU, obviously, uh, but joining us here today as well. Of course, Cody. Thank you very much. All right, that's Shannon Cook. Uh, it was great catching up with her. Really excited about her future and the future of LSU soccer. That'll do it for us today on this episode of Tigers Win.